Welcome back to Time Out Podcast. I'm Tyler Bickle. And I'm Owen Bivard. On this episode, we'll be discussing the March Madness final, as well as an update on the Washington Capitals season. First and foremost, we would like to thank all of our listeners and our guests that joined us last show. We appreciate all of you listening and are very grateful for yes, your support. Absolutely. And if anybody is interested in being a guest, you can contact us. Um, you know, going to give can, them their number? or I, I'm not going to put my phone number on there. <laughs> but um, in the outro, you will hear our socials and you can contact us on them. Um, and so this segment is on the March Madness final. So what did you think about that, Tyler? Well, I fell asleep with 10 minutes to go in the second half. I'm very good at staying awake. In this game, I was really excited at halftime. I thought okay. they cut it to 10. Okay. And I was just like, this is very manageable. The You know, Gonzaga can shoot. They give it to Kispert. They give it to Timmy. Suggs maybe hits a three in there. Maybe yeah. banks it off the glass, you know, from right. 30 feet out. And they're back in this game. And, of course, Baylor just kills them with three-point shooting. Yeah. That was probably some of the greatest defensive display, but also shooting display I've seen in a while in college basketball. Yeah, Baylor had the best three-point shooting in the, in the country, um, the best three-point percentage. And, you know, so I picked Baylor to win this game. I, picked, I originally picked them to beat Gonzaga in the final. Okay. Um, so I got that right, of course. Um, we, we knew of that was going to happen. Yes. I had, I had them picked the whole time. Well, um, according to our bracket together, you did not have That them. was a different bracket. Okay. I did 25. But in your original bracket. In the no original bracket. Them. In the original bracket, I had Baylor beating Gonzaga in the final. We don't need to talk about my final four teams. But anyway. You know, I believe I had Texas, Oklahoma State, and Ohio State, and Baylor, and I picked Baylor to win. So, you know. That's good. That's All as right. good as you can do. So, here's what I compared this game to. I compared this to the Super Bowl. We have a high-powered offense in Gonzaga. Okay. And the heavy favorite, Gonzaga. And high-powered offense, the Chiefs, they were also the favorite. Uh-huh. And, you know, and then defense showed to, to win the game in both games. Sure. And... And you know we at I also think that at halftime you thought that it was a ten point game they're gonna come back and in the Super Bowl I, I'm not sure what the score was at halftime but there wasn't really a time where I was like this game is out of reach for Kansas City so I kept thinking they're gonna come back they're gonna score they they Patrick Mahomes they're gonna score mm-hmm. so I think that's that's what I was kind of feeling in this in this game too I was like Gonzaga's gonna at least come back and make it close but they never did yeah. Yeah, I agree, because they have so much talent. Both teams do. Right. But Gonzaga has probably the top five pick in the draft in Suggs. They have Timmy, who's shown— I love the mustache. The stash, and whatever he does after every dunk, I think is so cool. He points up to the sky or whatever. Yeah. So both the Chiefs and Gonzaga are teams that have high-powered scores and people that can— do great things exactly which is why i think like they were gonna come back and they always have a chance if it were ucla i might not have thought that right. because they're an 11 seed but this team is a one seed undefeated kind of like the chiefs they're not actually. undefeated. they anymore. were not undefeated but you know right. they're 14 i see what you're saying so they have a lot of similarities in what they were doing so right. i assumed you know they're gonna come back now 
in the Super Bowl, I did not think they were going to come back okay. because they had no O-line. Interesting. But in this game, I thought they would just do something. But there were just no answers for Baylor's defense. And there is something to be said for playing not a lot of good teams throughout the season like Gonzaga did. I agree. They did not have defenders in their face, you know, guarding them, denying them the ball, which really I think was the difference in the game. Think about – now, I was kind of thinking about this after the game. I was like going 31-0 and and then losing in the finals. Mm. That's got to be terrible, just gut-wrenching, especially if you're guys like Jalen Suggs. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure – how old Timmy is? I'm not Timmy's sure. A senior. So he's going into the draft too, I assume. Yes. So guys like that that are not coming back, you know, they they've also been to the Final Four the past couple years. So yeah, they've been there. So you know, this is that that wasn't their first time there, but it was their first time in the final. So my point being, like, it's got to be horrible for them. They make it that far, hadn't lost all season, and then boom, they lost, and it wasn't. It wasn't like it was a buzzer beater. It was not even close. I agree. So I think that's got to be horrible for them. Um, but, you know, they're, they're moving on. They're, they're going to the NBA. So Yeah, well, they obviously have other plans. And it's gut-wrenching to see. But I, I honestly thought an undefeated team did not deserve to do it during COVID. And maybe, maybe that's an unpopular take okay. because they encountered other challenges but I felt too many games were canceled. Too many teams um, like the Blue Bloods and Michigan State and all of them did not have you know the semblance of what they normally had during right. a regular season because of the That's cancellations fair. and not being able to group themselves together and work it out, which I – in my opinion, I thought let's have it in a normal year with a normal tournament with fans. I know we did have some fans, but I think that was most, mostly parents. Right. So I thought it just wouldn't be right to have a team this good win it this year because it's a COVID year and it's not really the same. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But, yeah, you know, Baylor, they, they lost two games before this. Um, and Baylor actually dealt with COVID as well. Which they did, was, yeah. They, you know, this game was supposed to be – they were supposed to have played earlier in the season, but yes. it was canceled because of COVID. So, um yeah, you know, I thought the game was exciting. I watched it. Um, but, I, you know, part of the reason I thought it was exciting was because I knew the winner, like, whoever won the game won the national championship. Exactly. But if this was any other game, um, I, I don't know if I would be that excited for it. Because, you know, putting the seeds aside and putting the records aside, it, it wasn't even that thrilling because it was a 16-point game. For sure. But, um, yeah, you know, Baylor... They they finally won. First yeah. national championship. Well, congratulations to Baylor. In my opinion, it was a great tournament, and I look forward to it next year. So there is some news regarding the Capitals um, yes. off ice. So Henrik Lundqvist, as you may – many of you may know, he had surgery, I believe, open-heart surgery um, – you know, in December. He sometime? announced it in December on Twitter, so right. I don't know if that means he maybe had he had it. it you know, a month later or, or something. But so he's been recovering, and he's posted videos of himself, like in goal, people shooting at him, stuff. And he released now that he hopes to somehow come back this season, you which know, is crazy. Who because does that remind you of? 
Alex Smith. Oh, no Alex one, Smith. No one thought he would come back. Yeah. Maybe this is another Washington wow. comeback story. Yeah. So, but here's here's the here's the question now. You're not gonna have three goalies on the roster. So who's gonna be who's gonna be like designated be to, to AHL? No, they're they well, probably not gonna cut, have an but, AHL. But yeah. who's gonna be the odd man out? I think it would have to be Samsonov, but he's really? been playing so well recently that it just stinks to let him go. But Vichek has been all right. He's held he's held the fort down, I thought. So here's my thing. If so unfortunately the trade deadline is coming up and it's in like I believe a week. But if okay. so I think that they I agree, I think Samsonov might be the odd man now. But I do believe that if you know, they're gonna have Lundquist, they're gonna make sure he is a hundred percent. Because mm-hmm. they you know, they have a they have uh, two goalies that are that are doing great right now. So sure. you know, there's no point in trying to rush Lundquist back. So I, I believe that if he is to come back you know he's going to there. He's going to have to prove that he's a hundred percent, and he's on top of his game. But I think three goalies. You know, if one if one is in a slump, you could send him down to AHL. I think that could be good going into the postseason. You know, as opposed to one goalie that's you know the, the starter, starter. Okay. and like an iffy kind of backup. Well, I think the cap should take this as controversial as the Alex Smith, how Ron Rivera supposedly treated Alex Smith coming back from injury, I think they should really do the same exact thing, though. Really? He's had open-heart surgery. He announced himself that he was out indefinitely for this That is true. He did season. announce it himself. So he knows what's best for his personal health and how he's doing. And maybe now that he's recovering faster than anticipated or whatever, but I believe if you say yourself that you can't do it, then you are the greatest greatest determinant of your success and failure. And if you say, I can't do this, then why should the organization now have a roster spot for you available and a starter starting because, position? Because I'll play devil's advocate. You okay. said you're you know, you know your own health the best. He you know, him knowing his own health the best, he knows, okay, I'm feeling better, goes to the doctor, they maybe they clear him. Like he he's the one that feels everything, so Playing devil's advocate, he might feel great a lot a lot quicker than he thought he would have. Okay, but so, will he play great, though, too? That's that's the problem. So, yeah, I think there should be some hesitancy for him to for return. Sure. But, of course, if even if he said he couldn't do it uh, four months ago, if he, if he can do it right now, then, of course, if he's better than Samsonov or Vicek, then, yeah, give him a roster spot and let him be a backup for a little bit. And if you think he's better... Then let him be the starter. He's obviously proved for, I don't know, like 15 years has he been in the league? Something like that. He's been, you know, a stud for this many years. And he'd be a, he'd be a great addition. He For sure. For At least a mentor. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so you know, that's the news regarding Lundqvist. I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's it's farther down the road. You know, he's not it, coming back right now. It's all still up in the air right, right. now, too. Um, so, you know, they're, they're in first place in the division. Um, they're tied with the Islanders, fifty-four points. They lost to them last night. So this yes. last night, it was a you know a one-nothing game. Um, it it was honestly they didn't they didn't play terrible. Mm-hmm. I thought they played pretty well considering they had just lost to them a week earlier, eight to four. Well, that also speaks to how well our goalies have been performing right, though. Because right. if you hold a team to one nothing, you expect 
you know, the Capitals yeah. are going to – Ovechkin and Backstrom and Oshie are going to score at least a goal. Yeah, they – Right? I can't remember who the goalie was, but he saved 38 of 39 shots. Wow. That's a lot of shots. So, you know, they, they did good defensively. They had a good defensive effort. They just didn't put any points on the board. So, But, like, you know, it's better to – in my opinion, it's better to lose a a one nothing game than lose a 6-5 to five game because I would rather sure. let in less goals – then let in a lot and score a lot, if that makes sense. It's going to be hard for your offense to perform at such a high level all the time. And that's, that's why true. having right. a great defense and a solid goalie behind you is so key because sometimes there are going to be the one nothing games, right. the 2-1 games where you're going to need to scratch out you know, a victory or a shootout, right. which you feel very confident going into because you have Ovechkin and you have guys. Oshi, Oshi, that's all. Oshi back, did sure. that a few years ago in right. the Olympics. He single-handedly yeah. carried us so, you know, to a championship. Yeah. So I, I think that, I think that you know, with this high-powered offense, you know, we've got goal scorers. Mm-hmm. They're they're allowed to have an off day. Sure. I, I think they are because you know they're scoring goals like crazy, and we have. We, at one point, we had the most point, the most goals in the league. I, I don't think we do now because of that effort. But my point being, you know, it's okay to once in a while have a game where, you, you know, you don't score. And yeah. fortunately for them, their defense was on point, and they, you know, they didn't let any. They, they let one in. But So, yeah, I agree. I'm optimistic about the rest of the cap season. And really, the season doesn't begin until the postseason for the right. Capitals. They'll be... Right. In the playoffs every single year. And I'm confident that this year will be no different. We'll be there. We're in first place in our division right now. Right. And I think if we keep up the momentum, the defense continues to play well, then we'll be there again this year. Yeah. So Ovechkin now, he he started out slow. He did. He really did. He started out slow. Sure. And then he had the COVID, COVID issues. And it, it seemed like it took him a couple weeks to, to kind of get his legs back under him. Yeah. But now he's starting to heat up. And he's got 19 goals. And goals. That he's, ranks about he's sixth, in, sixth, he's sixth sure. in the league. Okay, um, the league lead is Austin Matthews, who's at twenty-seven. So if Ovechkin, you know, he's two out from fourth place. So you know, if he 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 can have a two-goal game. He's yeah. had many two-goal games. So you, you get know, a couple power in, plays and he'll put one in. Right, right. So I think he he's he's starting to get hot at the right time. I think he could be coming for Austin Matthews at the top. Because he owns the, the Rocky Richard, you know, that's his trophy. Yeah, well, I'm not even concerned about that. I'm concerned about the Gretzky 894, okay. too. So really? I definitely think he'll get 801, at, you know, whether that's next year or a couple of years down the line. Right. He's going to have to score a lot to do that. Right. But I think he'll catch up to Austin Matthews. Everyone knows right. he'll catch up to Austin Matthews. It's just he a just, matter of when. He's just right. got to get hot. A couple good passes come his way, and he'll one time, one in the net. That's right. no concern to me at all. But I, I'm really interested in how long he plays and whether he can catch that record. So, so my thing is, he's already gotten his cup, all right? Sure. So, you know, most players, they play to win a Stanley Cup. He's won a Stanley Cup. So I think that now he's got his, his sights set on that record. Is it 894? 894 goals yes. all time. So for those of you that don't know, Wayne Gretzky is kind of good. Um, he kinda. played back in the, the 80s, the 90s, and I believe the early 2000s. I did not know he played in the early 2000s. I'm, I think I'm he, I think he right? did. I think he retired. I think he retired like 
you know, in the early 2000s. But anyway, he was very, very good. Very yes. good. And he scored a lot of goals, 894 goals. And so at the time, I'm sure I wasn't alive back then, but I'm sure that that was a record that was thought to never be broken. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that Ovechkin is like, you know, I got my I got my cup. Now I'm not going to retire until I get this until I this record is mine. And I think I think he, I think he will get it eventually. I'm very hopeful as I'm a little bit biased. Owen. I'm a little bit biased. Well, but, we both are, but right. we've both seen Ovechkin in action. We've seen him in the Stanley Cup. He's a beast. And he doesn't he doesn't show any signs of slowing down. No. He's got the gray hair. He's got the 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 salt and pepper hair, and he so doesn't show any signs of slowing drinking down. Drinking beer out of the Stanley Cup, you right? Know, he's doing all the things, so right. he's got some youth. The in Russian him. machine never breaks. No, and I'm very hopeful that'll catch it, as we both are, and I think we will. He will eventually. Thank you for listening to this episode of Timeout Podcast. I'm Tyler Bickle. And I'm Owen Bivard. For more information about the podcast, you can visit our Instagram at time.outpodcast and our Twitter at time underscore outpodcast. Have a good rest of your day.